Hey loves, welcome to the Tantric Activation Podcast with Sarah Rose, the number one podcast for men and women who want to become the most sexually confident version of themselves and have a relationship that is the secure foundation and fuel for every other aspect of their lives. Tantric Activation is for anyone seeking to optimize their potential. My name is Sarah Rose. I'm a world-renowned sex and relationship coach and the founder of Tantric Activation. On my website, tantricactivation.com, you can find information about my men's and women's coaching programs. On this podcast, I'll show you how to tap into Tantra to take control and transform your life into one that you're passionate about on every single level. Let's jump in. Down Hey loves, welcome to Tantric Activation. I'm Sarah Rose. And yeah, real quick before we get started, just wanting to check in and see, has anyone improved their oral skills since that episode a couple of weeks ago, all about oral sex and the importance of going down on her, loving it and doing it really fucking well? If so, leave me a comment because I want to know. Uh, Big, big deal, guys. Make sure you're doing that. And for my ladies, same for you. Oh my God, guys deserve to get that love as well. So make sure you're doing plenty of oral love all around. Uh, Today we are talking about healing after divorce. So This is an area that we started talking about last week, and I want to dive into this more this week because it's really, really important. Divorce impacts so many people, and we really need to get to the root and to heal this. And what I want to point out is if you've gone through a divorce and you're on the other side of that it's time to take action right now. It's time to stop and take time for your healing, take time for your development, your evolution in this. If you keep avoiding your problems, you're never going to solve them. Clearly running away from the problem is how you got here. So now it's about how you solve it. And I know for many men, there's this real sense of failure of like, I never fail at anything. How did I fail at this? And this is really the question that haunts a lot of men. So once mediation and court hearings are over and the settlement and custody agreements are complete, you've got those final orders signed all the adrenaline subsides from the whole process and process it is. I know for for many people, it can go on for years. It did for me, but then there's like this, the new newness wears off. And, and for many men at that point, it's just them. And it's suddenly really quiet. It's too quiet, you know? And, and there's just this thought running through their head of, I succeed at everything. How did I fuck this up so badly? You know, and for for many men, unfortunately, there's no good answer. And there's just this constant questioning running through their head of, 
maybe I should have paid more attention to her. Maybe I shouldn't have worked so much, but I was doing it for us. Or, you know, if only her mother hadn't interfered so much, I wish she would have just agreed to get a nanny so we could have gone out more. Uh, I shouldn't have agreed to that third child. It was too much stress on us. The pandemic put us both on edge. I should have been more patient. Why did I walk out like that? Why did I have that affair? She deserves to hate me, right? Like these are the questions that so many men are struggling with, you know, or there's also the self-loathing that happens of just this sense of, I failed at the most important thing. I failed at my marriage. I'm so embarrassed. I meant for this to work, but I left when things got tough. What does that say about me as a man that I can't even stay when things get tough? I walked out on my wife and kids. I'm worse than a failure. I'm worthless. You know, that self-loathing really eats away at men. And then you know, there's also sometimes like kind of a, a denial that can happen of like, oh, it's no big deal. Everyone gets divorced these days. Kids adjust. My ex and I are still friends. We're good co-parents. She's a great mom. I'm happier on my own. We weren't good together anymore. This is best for everyone. Everyone deserves a starter marriage. You know, that kind of attitude which is fine if it's real, but if it's not real, if it's just covering some real deep pain, then, you know, that's, that's not something that needs to be looked at and healed. And so wherever you are, there's really always one common theme and, and it's that it's lonely after divorce, no matter how full your life is with work and friends, like, for many men without a woman woman in their life, like it feels like there's something missing, a woman to make love to at night, someone to share your life with, you know, and unfortunately, a lot of guys, though, they get into this, this mindset after divorce of, I fucked up once and I'm so afraid to, to mess up again. And so this is why it's really important to stop the running and start working on the problems that got you here. You won't end the pain by burying yourself in work. You're not going to end the pain by drowning yourself in alcohol. It's time to quit running and deal with your problems. And this is something that I've helped countless men with really healing, regaining their confidence after divorce. And I've seen these men go on to have easy relationships with incredible sex. They're happy. They're succeeding even more in business because of the, their relationships and how just how having that part of their life in order is impacting their life positively in all aspects of their lives. And, you know, the thing is, like, we've been through almost two years of, of this pandemic and the, the pandemic era, it's not ending. Like, it has really just begun. There was recently an article in The Economist and it's talking about how, you know, people have really been yearning for something like stability and hoping we can like get some sort of new normal even if there's not a the even if we never get the old normal back but 
But what the, this article is talking about is that it's time to face the world's predictable unpredictability. And the pattern for the rest of the 2020s is not the familiar routine of the pre-COVID years, but the turmoil and bewilderment of the pandemic era. And the new normal is already here. So what we are facing globally is having a more negative and longer lasting impact than 9-11 or the crash of 2008. Everything is impacted by this. All areas of our lives are stressed. And it's more important now than ever to have stability in your personal life. Dating is chaotic. It's a time drain. It's an energy drain. Being settled in a happy relationship provides the consistency needed right now. We really need a partner to get through these times with. And wise men realize that having a woman in their lives is an asset. They accomplish more in their careers when they're married. Many successful businesses are started because men have a woman that is inspiring them and providing them with what they need at home. Men need a woman to make love to at night. Men are much better when they have a woman in their life. They need a woman to bring out areas of them where they can soften into empathy and compassion to get out of their egos, their intentions, and to see areas for their growth. And stable relationships provide a solid base for men to thrive even more in their careers. Studies have shown that 88% of men that are currently single desire to be in a relationship. So large majority of men that are currently single are desiring to be in relationship. Only 12% said, no, nope, happy with bachelor life. Married men earn 10 to 40% more than single guys. The average married man over 50 accumulates three times as many assets as his unmarried peers. Men who stay married live about 10 years longer than unmarried men. 51% of married men report being extremely satisfied with their sex lives compared to only 36% of single guys. So I got those stats from men's health, but it's important to look at this because these are very, very, very strong statistics in favor of being in a solid, stable relationship. And so if you've gone through a divorce and you're letting that holds you back from having a solid, stable, strong relationship because of fear, because of not doing your healing work, you're really impacting your life in so many other ways as well. Your health and your finances are also impacted like this, you know, and, and looking at your life, just reflecting and what is it that you want to have in this next maybe 25 good years that you have left, right? Like if you're, say you're 40 years old right now and you've got 65 to 70, somewhere in there that, you know, you've got these, these years ahead of you where you still have health and strength. What is important to you to have as you head into those years of your life? 
what do you want to experience sexually right now while you still can? Because as you age, if you're not taking care of your sexual health, if you're not in a relationship where you're able to explore sexually, it's much more difficult for men to just have as much sex as they want if they're not in a relationship. And so what is it that you want to have right now while you can? Look at the last decade of your life. How fast did that go by? This next decade is going to go by even faster, so much faster. And I hate seeing men that are always think they have more time. I have more time. I'll get to this later because you really don't. Time goes by so fast. And right now is your opportunity to take control of this part of your life to heal this part of your life so you can thrive here while you still have these good years to to take advantage of all the yumminess the juiciness that you can have in a really fucking amazing relationship so my encouragement to you is to not let your past haunt you heal, grow, establish a relationship that will be your rock, your safe haven in this tumultuous decade. Focus so much on healing yourself because if you feel like you're broken from divorce, if you feel like, oh my God, I'm, I'm someone that is successful. I don't fail. I don't know how I failed at this. If you feel completely demoralized, if your confidence is shaken, if you're terrified to do it again, you're holding yourself back from the bliss, the amazingness that you can have. And I really see that men coming out of divorces, you have an opportunity to start fresh. This is an opportunity for you to really create something amazing and epic in this new stage of your life. Often when we get married in you know, our younger years, we don't have the information. We don't have the training. Uh, we don't. We don't have the appreciation to really get everything that we can out of a conscious, thriving relationship. And I think that the, the appreciation aspect is is really a big part of this. Once you have been married and you've gone through a divorce and you've had to deal with all all the stuff that comes along with that. And then when you meet somebody new and amazing and you're really excited about this person, what can come with this is this excitement, this appreciation for, wow, I have a second chance. I get to try this again. I get to do this again. And, and there can come a lot more consciousness with this conscious awareness of, okay, I really want to do it right this time. But unfortunately, what happens is if you don't know how to do it right, even if you want to do it right, it's not going to just happen. You know, what I hear from many men that I speak with that have gone through divorce is, you know, I've I missed my chance. It's too late for me. There's guilt uh, around what they did to their ex-wives, shame from failure, shame from divorce, guilt from failing their children, uh, fear that it's going to turn out the same if they do it again. And that risk of failing again is just too much. So 
I want to offer you hope that it's not too late. You are not too broken. Healing and help is available and you are worthy of having the sex and love and relationship that you want more than anything. You can have a peaceful relationship. You're worthy of investing in yourself. Do you want to be happy? That's really the question. Do you want to be happy? Because if you do, then it's time to forgive yourself and it's time to choose to heal. But healing doesn't just happen. You have to choose it. You have to have the guidance to get you to where you want to be. It's like if you cut your hand and instead of putting some antibiotic ointment on it and throwing a Band-Aid on it. You just keep going out there, letting blood gush, leaving it open and exposed, cutting it over and over again, letting dirt and germs get in there. You know, at some point, like the infection could spread to to be bad enough that it could even possibly kill you. And yet a lot of men have this conditioning that it's not okay for them to take the time to heal. It's not okay for them to, to, to focus on this aspect of themselves. Somehow for, for men to heal, it is weak. It's not masculine. No, you want to know what it is to not take the time to heal. It's irresponsible. And as men that are successful in so many areas of your lives, why would you be irresponsible in this area of your life. And it's time to move through the social conditioning that is holding you back from that because that's all it is. It's fucking bullshit social conditioning that is not yours, that has been put on you by someone else. And it's time to say, done. I'm not going to listen to that anymore. I'm choosing my own life. I'm going to walk in my power and really own that you are worthy of this. So here we are at the beginning of the year in 2022. Christ, where are we? 2022. And this, uh, you know, so many people make new year's resolutions and you know it's pretty common knowledge though that even though people make new year's resolutions they often fail um there was an article by forbes and is talking about how about 80 percent of new year's resolutions fail and they pointed out three reasons why so number one It's your consciousness that needs to change before your behavior can change. All right. So I'll say that again. It's your consciousness that needs to change before your behavior can change. So from the perspective in which I coach, if you're looking at uh, yourself in four different levels, you've got the, the physical body which is the manifestation of everything in the physical reality. You have your mental body, all of your thoughts. You have your emotional body, how you feel about things. And then you have your energetic body. Things start on the level of your energetic body first. And so if you are not working on this, this energetic body, then your emotions 
aren't going to shift and change. You're going to be stuck with certain emotions that are limiting to you. If those emotions are limiting to you, then that's going to flow into your mental body. And that mental body is going to limit you with the thoughts that you are thinking based on these emotions that you are feeling. And then that's going to show up as limitations in your physical reality, the physical reality, uh, your relationships, uh, your, your career, how much money you have, uh, the where do you live, things like that, okay? So, so your consciousness needs to change first before you're going to see anything externally actually shift and change in your life. And this is how I work with people is on the level of all four of these. We do practices, activations around your energy body, your emotional body, your mental body, and your physical body so that everything is aligned and you can actually experience radical change, radical shifts in your life so that you can have what you really want to have. Uh, according to, to Forbes, their number two reason that New Year's resolutions don't work is you don't have an accountability structure to help you sustain change. This is important. You've got to have a very good structure in place to help you get to where you want to be. This is why I personally always have coaches in my life because they provide this accountability structure to help me sustain the changes that I constantly want to make. Even though over the years I've made such immense changes in my life, I'm always looking to optimize. There are always new areas of growth in my life that I'm wanting to, to work through, work and move into. And so having this accountability structure really helps me uh, and helps my clients as well when they are making change in their lives. And number three, you're actually scared of and completely resistant to achieving this big goal and you won't let yourself. So self-sabotage, this is what I talk about a lot. The subconscious mind self-sabotages over and over and over again. So we never get what we want. We're actually really, really terrified of having what we say we want to have. And so the, the primal part of our brain is only concerned with survival and procreation and survival even more so than procreation. So if your primal brain knows that you have survived safely lived this long in your life without having this big goal that you want to have, then your primal brain is like, it's all right. You don't need that big goal. That big goal might actually be dangerous. We don't want to attempt anything that might be dangerous. And so it doesn't let you. So I work with, with men on this level of their subconscious the, and the unconscious mind to help that part of the brain know that it is actually safe to have what you really want to have in your sex life and in your relationship. So that way you can actually 
actually go for it and have it. So we work through these big, deep fears, these self-limiting beliefs, so you can have what you want to have. And that's why having a coach works. It will keep you on track to optimize your ability to get the results that you want. Uh, this is what I work with with men like in my Man on Fire program. And the results that guys get really, really astounding. It's incredible. They they blow my mind and make me so proud every single week when I, I get to talk with them and hear, hear their wins and their celebrations and everything that's happening in their lives. It's really fucking epic. So, all right, guys, that's it for today. Much love. Peace out. Kisses. I'll see you soon. Hey, it's Sarah again. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check out the links in the show notes for everything we discussed in this episode and to find out more about how you can work with me. Until next time, lovers. Down tonight.